You're checked in with the people's champ, Dre Rocca, on U92. Definitely one of my favorite segments that I do here on Unrestricted. It's called I Love That, featuring my good friend Lisa Barlow of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Man, I can't say enough good things about Lisa. You know, I got to have full disclosure. Like, even before we had this conversation that you're about to hear, we were talking for about an hour before then. And, uh, man, there's a lot of cool things that Lisa is involved with that you'll you'll be able to hear about in 2022. Not only that, but the show as well. Um, I I just want to say thank you to not only Lisa, but thank you to anybody that's listening to the segment that gives us feedback, that gives us that love and uh, has that banter back with us because it it, it, honestly like that's what it's about. It's about um, showing people another side of Lisa, showing people the like the truth, because we all know that television is kind of crazy. And Bravo does an amazing job, by the way, for this, this show, the production. I love it. If you haven't checked out The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I know as a man, it's kind of weird saying that, but it's a stigma, right? It's a stigma that this is just a, a show for women, but it's not. It's it's cool. It's it's a, it's a it shows our community in a different light and it shows our community and I, I'm learning a lot of different things about our community. Um some restaurants that I never even heard about, uh bars, bistros, um even down to like creatives that's uh involved with this show. So um, I will stop talking and I will let you enjoy um, this segment of I Love That featuring my good friend Lisa Barlow, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. All right. It's I Love That. I got my good friend Lisa Barlow here on the phone. Lisa, how are you doing today? Hey, Dre. I'm doing amazing. Yeah. How, how's how are a, you? I'm doing great. You know, I'm gearing up for Christmas. It's uh, We're just a few days away. Santa Claus is going to be uh, coming through the house and all my kids are on their best behavior now, which makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I know that's the best. Santa's so good for good behavior. It's good to, like, threaten your kids. <laughs> yeah, you know Santa Claus is watching, right? He's watching, and those elves, too. <laughs> exactly. Did you ever do, like, the elf on the shelf thing with the with the family? Um, we're still doing it. And, yes, we the elves on the shelf are a lot of work, and they're sassy. So what's on your, what's on your Christmas list? What do you want for Christmas? Um, you know what? My biggest thing is peace, and I can't wait to go on a trip with the family to relax and get that peace. But, you know, I think you hit a certain point in your um, life where you're like, I don't need things. I just want peace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And hopefully hopefully we get some peace on some of these uh, future episodes because right now it's a, it's quite spicy. Oh, spicy is a good word for it, Dre. So the last time we talked, you guys, uh, you ladies were still in Vail. Um, you were wrapping up and. Um, everything hit the fan, right? With um, with Mary, with, uh, between Heather and and, and Whitney and, Ma- and Meredith, like a lot of things happened. Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, the ending of Veil, vale, if you will? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, you know, I was hoping we were going to have a great morning, and everyone was going to sit, let Mary, you know, let Mary tell her side of um everything because we had just gone through a lot with Jen emotionally, you know, the night before. So, you know, I just, after my conversation with Mary, I'm like, you know, you should talk to the girls about all this. These are questions I have. These are things being said. I brought up the camera situation and I really wanted um, Mary to be able to speak for herself and then let everyone talk as a group. And it didn't ever get to that point because I think paranoia clicked in for Heather and Whitney. Like, wait, what was said? Did they talk about me? Is it all being blamed on me? And instead of just listening, which I think we all wanted them to do, 
um, you know, they started projecting again and got up and left. And, you know, you heard me on Watch What Happens Live. I'm like, Heather's thinking she's dropping a bomb. I bet Lisa didn't tell you about her friend Cameron. Yes, we did talk about that. And Mary knew about that. And Mary confirmed that in the moment. That's and so I weird. Think, um, it's so weird. And I think the biggest thing is Cameron really has nothing to do with this. This is all of us talking to Mary Cosby. This has nothing to do with anyone extraneous from this friend group. And we need to keep it that way. Yeah. And I feel like that that's a huge part in uh, the Vell um, episodes, right? Even even before Vell, you know, when Cameron was introduced and it just feels weird talking about Cameron when he's not here. God rest his soul, you know, but I, I feel like the his the whole storyline with him and, and Mary is a big part of what's going on this season. Yeah. You know, Cameron had religious trauma, like I stated, and he was on a path to spiritual healing and helping others have the same healing. And, you know, I talked to my friend Cameron because I wanted his perspective from his voice and right from him. I don't like to speak for others. And I wanted Cameron to be able to speak for himself. And I really didn't want to talk about it um, in bail with any of these girls. And, you know, I felt a lot of pressure, like it wouldn't stop. And then that's why I finally got up and was like, I'm done. And fortunately, Mary was up and awake and her door was open. So I went in and I'm like, let's just get to the bottom of this and like figure this out. I like resolve. I mean, I'm a businesswoman. I'm used to having resolve and working things out. And that was my goal that night. And I was really excited for the morning. You know, I'm like, we've got posters. Let's come in the other room and, um, you know, dine in here and, you know, let Mary speak for herself. And then we can all draw our own conclusions from that. And it didn't get to happen, unfortunately. Um, one question that I was thinking about when when uh, Vel was going on, when you uh, you ladies were having breakfast, uh, Whitney made you some eggs. Did you eat the eggs? Um, I did not eat the eggs, and <laughs> and um, I think I ended up having like some fruit and Kit Kats. <laughs> <laughs> fruit and Kit Kats. That's the diet, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the diet. <laughs> <laughs> so so you you ladies end up uh Whitney Whitney and Heather end up taking a commercial, right? They didn't want to fly with you ladies because of everything that went down, right? They were over it. Yeah. Um the rest of you took the the PJ home. Um when you get home, yeah. now now's when we see Jen. We see Jen cuz she didn't make it to Vail, obviously. Um what was your cuz at, at the moment you weren't really um the first one to be like, hey, I need to go talk to Jen. It was, hey, I'm hurt. I'm confused. There's a lot of emotions going on. I need to process this. Um, and you waited to, to talk to Jen, but you finally did um, go out to lunch with her. Uh, how did that go? Like, what, what what was your thoughts on on that? Like, how did that whole situation come about? You know, I wanted to be authentic to Jen and be her. You know, if you're going to show up for your friend, you want to be your friend. So I needed to process everything. So I knew how I would handle the situation. And, you know, for me, I don't even, I, in the moment, I didn't even like to say it. I didn't even want to think like, is this a guilty or innocent thing? And I believe that you're innocent until proven guilty. You know, Dre, you and I have talked about this a lot. Everybody deserves due process. Mm -hmm. And for me, it wasn't even the legal issue. It was that Jen and I had never had resolve. You know, we, we kind of like talk a little bit at Mary's cooking class, but we hadn't chatted since the night of my kid's fresh wolf party. And we didn't even talk then. It was all through text. Jen started sending me texts. But we really hadn't had a conversation since my kid's photo shoot, which was before my, you know, even my kid's party or Mary's cooking class. I hadn't heard from Jen. And then with everything that was laid out on the table and bail, and it wasn't about the legal stuff. It was about 
things that had happened and like, you know, like I just needed to process everything I had heard in bail so I could be in a position where I could talk to Jen and be real and not be a fake friend and not glaze over things. Yeah, I really I felt for Jen. You know, this is a, a moment where uh, a lot of people don't realize that you ladies are human, right? They they think that this is a some gimmick, like a, a sh- this is reality. Like you guys, we're yeah. seeing what you you ladies are going through, especially Jen right now. And to see Coach Shaw really comfort his uh, not only his wife but his family, and um, we we see that we see Jen, we humanize Jen in in these uh, in these episodes. Um, because nobody knows what, what she's going through, right? Nobody knows that feeling. But I think that seeing that piece, seeing the 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 lunch that she had with Heather, the lunch that she had with you, um, the, the talk that she had with Coach Shaw, um, I feel like it's really humanizing her uh, during that moment. What, what, what do you feel um, is the kind of the, I guess the, I don't want to say the motive, but what do you feel Jen is getting out of, um, out of this season do you feel like she's getting growth do you feel, what do you think she's getting oh uh, that's a great question you know i'm hoping for jen she looks at it as, a, as an opportunity to tell her truth and her side of um you know this really really challenging um situation with these allegations and i'm hoping she's looking at it as an opportunity to be able to express herself and you know what she's going through right now because I mean they are tough allegations Dre like yeah. they're brutal very very much so I mean when you're talking about the federal government Coach Shaw said it best right the, the yeah. feds is coming against the, the feds this is a big deal yeah. this is not like yeah, yeah and you hear me at you know Jenny's Peace Garden luncheon when Mary's just interrogating Jen I'm like Mary she's up against the federal government this is a law and Mary just you know keeps firing shots at her and it was you know as you know as a human it was just hard to sit there at Jenny's um peace garden luncheon which was not so peaceful and just like you know just Jen wasn't even really saying any much I think she was like like I don't even know I I wouldn't even want to speak for Jen but she wasn't even saying much so I felt like you know this is a conversation with this group of ladies I need to like chime in and be like Mary this is major because I'm like I don't know if she's getting like just you know it was so rough so Dre it was only the week before like it's not like it was a month later it's the week after yeah so quick uh you yeah. did you did mention the Peace Gardens um which is a a, a luncheon that uh, Jenny put together thank you so much for coming to Jordan Park by the way that's the Ooh, my neighborhood Park. <laughs> yeah. beautiful I love it um you guys uh you guys actually had pho how was the pho you know what I think I say it wrong I always love calling it pho like <laughs> phonetically spelling it out but I know it's pho I'm like it's pho it's pho and Jenny's like it is pho like she's like your favorite word is the f word like it's just the first two <laughs> syllables of it like well I to me, it's so funny to call it pho. I don't know why, because it's like pho, everything's pho. Um, <laughs> this is a fun story, Drake. When my girlfriend is a cardiologist in Genius Mart in New Jersey, both of her parents are doctors. Her dad's like one of the top cardiologists in the country, and her mom's a radiologist. Her mom bought this fur coat for this, like, for one of their cousin's um, kids, and it was like, you know, toddler size, and it said F A U X in the coat, and. Um, 
her, she kept saying, it's Fox, it's Fox. And Nitty, my friend, is like, Mom, it's Bo. And like, Bo first. So to me, that was going through my head the whole time. I'm like, you know, you've got these genius women and we're like all ridiculous the way we're re- pronouncing things. Like, um, you know, because it was like she's calling the coat Fox. Yeah. Fake. Yeah, it was hilarious. And then I felt like I was doing that with Jenny's luncheon and she kept saying, it's Fa. And I'm like, I don't know, or Fa, Fa. Like the F U, you know? And I'm like, and that's my favorite word, like, when I'm not around my kids. So yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to stop saying pho. But, um, it was a cute little pun there. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, the, the, the whole setup looked gorgeous. Um, but there was, beautiful. there was a lot going on, right? I mean, this is the first time that, uh, since Vail that, um, that Mary is, is interacting with like Heather and, and Jen's interacting with the whole group. And, um, there was a lot of go, a lot of emotion going on, and we seen you get emotional with Meredith, right? A friend yeah, that absolutely. your guys' relationship is kind of on the rocks. You know, this season was, a, this is a season where we see Meredith and and Lisa not be, um, I guess, on the best terms is what what we're seeing, right? But yeah, I think that you, I think that when you have a long term friendship, you have a lot of layers to it, and. With that being said, Meredith and I are both Sagittariuses, which make us both extremely direct in different ways. And um, I think in that situation, that was rough. That was a rough one for me, Greg. Yeah. Rough. It was a a high emotions, but um, I feel like uh, maybe we're about to see it uh, on uh, January 2nd for the the next uh, episode. But I feel like leaving uh, the Peace Gardens, leaving that 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 dinner that lunch um i felt like it was a step in the right direction there was a lot of emotions that were released um and you know anybody that was that could say that people were talking behind their back now it's out in the open right now everybody knows what's going on yeah i feel like i feel more comfortable in situations where i'm talking directly to the person i feel very uncomfortable talking behind people's back i'd rather just go right to the source and um you know, and just say it. So that a lot of stuff was discussed that day. Yeah. Um, Very chaotic. Hard to follow. You almost need a flow chart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to go back and, and watch it back. Um, but we got the, the we're not going to get an episode this week, but we are going to get another episode. Um, episode 15, season two of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City on January 2nd, which is a couple Sundays away. Um, what should we expect in this in this episode? Um, I think there's going to be some fun stuff. You know, the favorite thing for me when filming is family scenes. So you're going to get to see Jack. I'm pretty sure this next episode, Jack going to prom and like what that means for the Barlow family, getting Jack ready for prom. And then, um, you know, just another group event where we're all together. And, you know, just, you know, I mean, it's like Peace Guard is extended pretty much. Wow. What does that mean yeah. to you? Like your, your, um, your, your oldest son is is heading to prom like how does that make you feel i was crying i was literally crying you know jay it goes so fast like i look at pictures of like literally it sounds so cheesy but like almost every night before i go to bed i just scroll through an album on my phone with my kids as babies and i'm like it's so crazy how fast it goes by i'm so proud of jack like he's such a good kid and um but i mean it's changed because he's growing up and you know, we have seven years between our boys and Jack's a junior and going to be a senior next year. And, you know, it's crazy because unlike pretty soon, we're just going to have one kid at home. And it's, 
it, I love being a mom, so it's kind of bittersweet because you love watching him grow up. But you know, I want my babies home. Yeah. And Jack's leaving. He's going to Duke or Miami, so I'm like, oh. I know he's gonna be gone. So he he is gonna he he wants to do the college thing. Yeah, he wants to do the college thing. I mean, he's lucky he has a business already and um, has the ability to just go right into the workforce as he already is. But, um, you know, for John and me, I think, you know, we both went to college. I went to too many. And um, <laughs> and I think for, um, I, um, I think that for Jack, it's like a great place for him to network and make new relationships and actually experience life as an adult on his own. And, you know, that's a good place to start. And we're hoping... He does some kind of service mission too. Are you um? Are you? You're in a sorority, aren't you? Um, I feel like I am on this show. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but no, I I didn't ever um become part of a sorority. Like I always, I've always beat my own drum dre, and mm-hmm. I just like do my own thing. So I think that I enjoy going to frat parties and sorority parties, but never pledged. I always wanted to, but I always. Same. Yeah, I, like, I thought it, I don't know. It's like co- kind of cool, like to be a part of this thing, you know? Yeah, I think it creates, um, as an adult looking back, it definitely creates a different level of um, affinity with your friend groups, and like I think it brings you close together because like my cousins have all done it. You know, I've got re- so many relatives that have been a part of the sorority for fraternity thing, and it definitely creates a whole new network in this like very loyal um, friendship. Yeah, you uh I, I did notice that you uh you are a part of uh I guess I mean you've always kind of been a part of the elite, right? But now you're a part of the Housewives North Pole elite because you, you did a movie. <laughs> yeah, that was so fun. I loved that experience. I felt grateful to NBC and Peacock for including me, and that was a lot of fun. Like honestly, the girls were so amazing and the movie is so cute. I love it. Well, I did. I, I did look, and it looks like it is on Peacock right now. The uh, the Housewives of the North Pole. It's available right now on Peacock Premium. Uh, I actually got Peacock on my TV, so I think we're gonna go watch that uh, this weekend for sure, alongside Die Hard. Uh, what what, oh, what are some of your uh, your favorite Christmas movies? Oh my gosh, I love The Sound of Music and any of the holiday rom coms. Like I love Love Actually and. I love the music in them. I love like just the romantic stories and finding love for Christmas and um, just like I, all everything about it. And I love like the old staples, like um, all the like vintage Frosties and Frosty the Snowman movies. I love all the like you know, where they're claymation style. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely have to say, love actually is probably one of my favorites. It's like sad and happy and change and i think it's indicative of a lot of the feelings people have during the holiday season but so awesome yeah i I absolutely love this time of year and um i I think that this time of year really it opens up our heart right it's our time of giving it the music the lights everything about it says i want to help somebody uh, or something are you guys doing anything with the i know you work really close with the utah foster care you guys have anything going on yeah so we just did an event with utah foster care um, over a week ago and that was so fun to be able to donate to them and to be a part of um, one of their fundraising events because the foster care system is so underfunded um, foster parents don't make money off of hosting these kids it's literally $15 a day per kid and it's 
like literally nothing. And um, they rely on donations to be able to survive um, because there's not enough government funding um, going into these different groups that are helping um, place foster youth and children. And so we feel really grateful that we are able to do that. It's, we're always, um, you know, it's a special time of year and it's a time of year where you want to like make other people's dreams come true. So we felt really grateful that we got to participate with Utah Foster Care in their um, Christmas initiative. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way because uh, right now we're doing our media thon with the Road Home, who uh, does a really cool thing in our, our community where they they help people get shelter. Right, not only that, they help feed families. They actually last night they they sheltered over seven thousand people and over eighty uh, different families here in our own uh, community, and it, it takes donations. Right, so if anybody out there wants to donate, they can call eight zero one eight one nine seventy three hundred. Lisa, I'll send you the link if you could just throw it on like your socials. I'll be helpful i will i will and we're gonna make a donation too and i i passionate about what you're doing and you've done an amazing job raising a good amount of money to help um house these people during this these awful cold winter months yeah it's freezing out there we uh we were we did a remote over at valley fair a couple weeks ago and uh, we collected uh 655 pounds of food for the utah food bank as well and as i'm out there right like I'm not doing anything, right? Like what I do is so minimal. And uh I'm out there and I'm freezing. I'm bundled up. I got my thermals, I got my coat, everything, doubled up socks, everything. And I was like, if I'm out here freezing with all of this on, there's somebody out there with no shoes right now. There's somebody out with no coat and they're living out there in the cold. So Oh yeah, 100%. Um one of our friends, our like my best friend and her husband donated hundreds of pairs of sneakers, like the good sneakers to um, foster youth because what you just said is a big deal, Dre. They don't have coats. They don't have shoes. They don't have mittens. So anything we can do to help what you're doing, we're more than happy to. It's a real thing. Yeah, and it all coincides together, whether if it's a Utah Foster Care, or the Road Home, or the Utah Food Bank. It's about helping uh, for all these resources, right? Letting people know that there are these resources out there, and especially the children, like the kids. I'm a parent. You're a parent. We under we like we have that soft spot for kids, and I think yes. it's very important to to help where we can. Um, so you can, I mean, you can visit our website for any of the listeners. U92SLC.com has a bunch of links there. Um, and uh, I'm just, I'm just grateful to be in a position to, to, to do these kind of things. You know what, Trey? You do an amazing job with it. And thanks for spotlighting the organizations in our community that need the support because there's so many. And I just feel grateful that we get to help participate. And thanks for sharing so much, like, with us so that we know where the needs are like because a lot of times people don't know who needs help during this holiday season i want to help someone so thanks so much for sharing all of this it's really important absolutely uh lisa any last words anything that we need to be aware of whether if it's with vita or whatever you guys got going on oh my gosh well there is a new housewife cocktail on the menu at flankers which i love but um aside from that i just wish everyone the happiest most merry holiday season and Christmas and just think 2022 make the New Year's resolutions I'm always trying to um, be a little bit better and evolve as a human and I'm just really looking forward to setting some new goals and um, achieving those in 2022 and just being really cognizant of my like everyone around us and like you know being aware of like where people need help and stuff and I just wish everyone the happiest holiday season 
Absolutely. I think you said something really important. 2022, make those goals and act on them. Get them started. You don't need the biggest, baddest thing to get started. All you got to do is get started. Lisa, I appreciate you so much. Uh, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Next episode is going to be airing uh, January 2nd. Um, episode number 15, season two. I appreciate you. Uh, Merry Christmas to the family. Merry Christmas. Yes. I appreciate you. I hope you have a good rest of your day. All right, you too. Thanks, Trey. You're welcome. You, 92.